Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of A Little Wiser. Today, we are going to talk about resilience based on last week's interview with Shabana, who is perhaps one of the most resilient human beings I have ever encountered. And I have the perfect person who happens to be my co-host, Christy Peterson, with me. Hi, Christy. Hey, Kimmy. Because you have actually spent a lot of time studying resilience. True? True, yes. But what's making me laugh a little bit is I thought we were going to talk about persistence. (laughs) (laughs) But it's really closely related to resilience. So I'm in. Let's do resilience. Oh, I think that (laughs) we're going to switch topics right now and talk about both. How about that? Great. Yeah, no, I think it's great. Okay. So we've addressed on this podcast many times about my learning disability. And clearly, (laughs) I often get words confused. So I like that we're going to talk about both. And yeah, there we have it. But for those who have not listened, and I always say that, presuming they have, if they're making the time to listen to this, but Shabana really does epitomize both. Mm -hmm. She, from the time she was a little girl dressing as a boy to receive an education in Afghanistan to creating the first all-girls boarding school in Afghanistan and then having the foresight to plan the what would ultimately be the evacuation, I think, of over 100 girls with the fall of the Taliban. So certainly a woman who knows a thing or two about resilience and persistence. But as you said, they're closely related. How would you differentiate or how would you compare the two? Well, I I think you can start with, the lawyer in me always likes to start with language and definition. So if you think about resilience, there's a lot of different definitions out there. But one that I like and an easy one is just resilience is how do we overcome challenges and adversities, manage stress, and really still thrive in our personal and professional life. So resilient people are able to navigate those adversities and challenges, manage that stress and flourish. I think one of the strategies that resilient people have is that they are persistent. Well, then let's think about what the word persistent is. So persistent is similar to resilience. It's, I think of it as that stick with itness, that desire to reach our goals despite difficulty or opposition. So they're really similar qualities or characters. How do you think about persistence? I think about it in very personal terms, I think, because I'm a very persistent person. (laughs) (laughs) Did I say that out loud? Does that mean I'm annoying? I don't know. No, I just... How do you think about... Yeah. How do you think about persistence? I, I think of it as I am pretty dogged in my goals and Mm -hmm. I don't give up easily and I will go back and try and try and try again. You and I went to high school together. In addition to some learning issues, I'm not the most coordinated person (laughs) and I 
wanted to be a cheerleader, did not make the team because I'm not particularly a great dancer or coordinated. But I remember practicing every single day after school for a year after not making it because, mm-hmm. I mean, that it sounds like a ridiculous example, but I think it's something that I know well, I feel like, because I it's it's a personality trait I have. So that is... I don't like that example. It sounds stupid. I do. No, do? I don't think so. Well, yeah. Well, because I think as a high schooler, it mattered a lot. It was something that you wanted to do to be part of this team. There's, It was fun. There's community. There's connection. But I think what it, to me, what it illustrates, and this is something I do know about you, is you had an interest in joining that team. You wanted to. You didn't make it. And rather than give up, you were like, how do I get there? What do I do? Create a plan. I'm going to practice. I mean, I really think that is a, it's a great example of perseverance. Yeah. So that, I mean, that seems small and trivial. Thank you for validating. <laughs> it's not a ridiculous story. <laughs> yeah. But I, I guess I'm curious because I am so naturally wired that way. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. the opposite of that persistence is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Well, I think what's interesting when you think about perseverance, I think some of us, there's this idea of trait perseverance, so like dispositional perseverance. You were born with a disposition to be more likely to persevere when you face those setbacks. And then, and I think that that's true, that some people are more inclined to persist despite setbacks. And then you think about the ability to learn that skill. And I feel like that's where we get into this relationship between perseverance and grit or that growth mindset that we talk about so often and that perseverance, growth mindset, grit, these are all different constructs, but that we can grow the skills to become more perseverant, to really stick with things. So there's like two different kinds in my mind. And I mean, to think the level with Shabana that she is literally has this vision for her country, for girls in her country and what she is up against. I mean, she is up against the freaking Taliban. I mean, Taliban. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And standing between her and her goal and her dream. And she just, and that she created this school. She created, changed all of these, the girl's life. And then is the school's literally, well, wasn't wiped out because it exists today in a different country because she's brilliant and had the foresight but her dream is for the school and the girls to be in Afghanistan. So she's kind of going mm-hmm. back to square one. And it is clear this quest she has started on, she is not remotely willing to throw in the towel. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's because I'd be curious to know, I'm sure she's a person who is naturally more persistent, but I, I think it is even more incredible or she's able to stay the course because it's driven by this really strong passion and sense of purpose. And I think those are two qualities that go into becoming more persistent. I mean, it's just clear when you think about what she has done, what she continues to have to work towards in order to make her dream a reality to continue to move towards educating girls in Afghanistan. I just, I think it's really fueled by this very strong sense of purpose, purpose and passion. And it's like the word pivot keeps coming to mind because the amount of times that she has to pivot, you know what I mean? She has Mm -hmm. a plan. She built the setback to come up with a new plan to pivot. Well, I like that you bring that up because 
I think one of the things about persistence or where when we think about it, a person who is able to be resilient and persevere also has this quality of flexibility, the ability to navigate those challenges, to pivot when necessary. And she definitely, I would say definitely her story really showcases that as well. Yeah. And I think resilience is a word that has come up a lot because it's incredibly topical with what the world went through in the past two years. People were required to pivot, to adapt. But in general, I want to go back to that question of when persistence is lacking. Is there a why? Yeah, what is that? Yeah, what is that? Well, I guess I would go first to say, if you think about persistence as being fueled by hope, optimism, the belief that you can actually, you have agency, you can bring about the changes that you want or to reach your actual goals, then I would say the opposite or the lack of persistence is if you feel unhopeful, if you feel really pessimistic, if a person isn't flexible. So the opposite of those qualities is you know, somebody who's going to give up because they don't feel hopeful or they feel like they can continue to try, but to no avail. And I think sometimes people, if it's pessimism or if it's people's circumstances or their environment can make it challenging for them to continue to persevere. And so you, I mean, I think there are some people who it's really hard to want to continue to work towards your goals because you question whether or not you have the ability to make those changes. So I, I can't think of one specific word because I, but I think it's the, it's this collection of traits that to me fall underneath or qualities that fall underneath when I think of persistent and a persistent person that they are, they struggle with those. So pessimism, not feeling terribly hopeful, you know, feeling like you don't have that agency or the ability to impact your circumstances. Can it be a learned behavior? Like if you perceive yeah. yourself as like, I give up easily or, you know, I get frustrated easily and I don't go back and approach the thing, you know, over and over again or try different ways. Is it something, is it like a muscle you can flex? Yes, it is. I mean, that's, we've, you know, as moms who have kids in various ages in elementary school and high school, I mean, how often do we talk about the growth mindset? And when we, our kid has a setback to say, okay, you don't have mastery over that yet. I always think that word yet. So yeah, it's absolutely a skill. If we're talking about perseverance, is perseverance that you can build? I think you can build up the qualities that make up perseverance. So like, let's take optimism or, you know, I think you have to be hopeful in order to persevere. I mean, think about how hopeful she has to be. So if you take optimism and hope, which is something that's very much associated with a person who does persevere, who is resilient in the face of challenges, you can definitely work on building optimism. I mean, we talk, we've talked a lot about that idea of learned optimism and what are the ways for you to kind of gin up that feeling of hope or optimism. So growth mindset, I think you and I know what that is, but we read and talk about these things a lot. So explain growth mindset. Because I'm going to assume 50% of people don't know that term yet. So growth mindset is Carol Dweck's research. She's a very famous psychologist, and it describes a way of viewing challenges and setbacks. So people who have a growth mindset believe that even if they struggle with certain skills, that their abilities aren't set in stone, that they think with work, with perseverance, with effort that they can improve over time. So you had a growth mindset with regard to your cheerleading skills, Kimmy. Can we stop talking about that? 
<laughs> no. Move on to a different example. And the end of the story is that she was on the top of the pyramid. <laughs> she and she fell did fall off and break her arm. And broke my arm. Yes. But I persisted. <laughs> but yeah, so it's this notion and this idea. And when you think about the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset, it's like to some extent the stories we tell ourselves. Like if somebody, for example, is struggling with their health and their weight and they say, Well, that's just who I am. It's, you know, I've always been an unhealthy eater. It's in my genes versus a person who says like, starts to believe they're capable of change, right? So it's the belief in your ability to change is really, you're either fixed and you say, I am who I am and I'm never going to change, or you believe that change is possible. That's really what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. As far as what? Growth mindset? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so... That is so tied to persistence, presumably, because if your mindset is fixed, if you're telling yourself a story that you can't change, presumably you have that outward opinion that other people don't change. So you're not going to persist, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, what's the, I would just say, like, what's the point? If I don't believe that I can actually change or reach that goal or whatever it is that I want to do, like, what's, what is the purpose of trying? And I think it's a really, when I, we talk, I know we talk a lot about this stuff and again, growth mindset is very much related to grit as well, especially in the educational area. But I think it's a really hopeful message that things aren't set in stone, that talent is important, yes, but that talent is just one part of what it takes in order to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. And that perseverance can be so much more critical than just that natural talent as a predictor of our ability to reach our goals. Yeah. And if you think about that, that has to be true in everything, like in sports intellectually, that you could be the most naturally talented person. But if you don't have that grit and perseverance, ultimately, you presumably will not be the most successful person, right? So it is kind of an empowering thing to think about, right? Yeah. I think it's a really encouraging and empowering message that we can make a change to our circumstances. Like I think about, I think often about optimism because it's such a, such a quality that really goes to our emotional health and our physical health. And I'm not a person who is naturally high in optimism. I tend towards more of the like kind of way of (laughs) looking at things, maybe like an Eeyore disposition. And the more I learned about optimism, I kind of was like, damn, I'm sort of screwed. Like, I'm just not a naturally optimistic person. I'm not terribly pessimistic, but I'm, I'm married to a person who is just more naturally optimistic. And I remember when I first started reading about growth mindset and even learned optimism, which is Marty Seligman's work, it was really hopeful that like, this is not something that is set in stone and that I can say train myself. I mean, yeah, train myself to really start to look at things from a more optimistic mindset, to expect the positive, to see, you know, what good might come of challenging situations or to focus on solutions. And this is not to say that I am optimistic all the time. It's only to say that I can see that having some optimism or hope is really beneficial in certain circumstances, especially when we're talking about resilience and being able to navigate through really difficult challenges, which there have been no shortage of those these past two years, that it's not that I'm suddenly seeing everything as sun, you know, rainbows and sunshine. It's that I have this other tool or this other strategy that allows me to tackle these situations with a little bit more hope and grit and perseverance. 
I'm so glad that you're bringing all of these other words and ways of of being (laughs) in because Shabana had to believe in something that didn't exist, which is hope and optimism. Like she had to believe and have hope and have optimism that her country could and would do better. That that potential for change existed in people who literally wanted her dead because of her vision and her dream, that they could change. So it's like an incredible amount of optimism and hope, right? For the future. But I, I get the correlation that if you can look from that space of hope, that space of optimism, you naturally become a more persistent person because you believe that the outcome is actually a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. So let's think about, you know, people listening in their own lives. And as you Mm -hmm. said, like life is freaking challenging. Yes, things are getting better and they're not. The world is super complex and fraught and there's a lot happening in the world. And there's a lot happening within people's homes and their work lives and their family lives and their relationship. So when it comes to this idea of believing that there is a vision different than your current reality and wanting to tap into becoming a person who has more persistence so you can hopefully move towards creating a changed reality and a a better future. Is there any sort of advice or takeaways that you can offer people? It's funny because I feel like I sound like a broken record, but I'm just going to go back to this piece about hope and how important it is to believe that our, our efforts matter and that we can do something to improve our future. So how do you see opportunity, you know, changing your mindset, asking yourself the question when you're faced with a really challenging situation or maybe even a, a something that isn't terribly challenging, but it feels like a real roadblock or setback of, you know, what what is positive in this situation or looking at what's what are some possible solutions, getting creative. Or a third strategy might be to reach out, think about who can help you to navigate those situations. And these are all questions that help to build that sense of optimism and hope, which... And these aren't questions that I'm coming up with myself. I mean, these are questions that, again, you know, Marty Seligman and his work on resilience and other folks at Penn have spent a lot of time and effort thinking of like how, if we want to help people to develop the skill of hope or optimism, what are some strategies that we can help to teach them in order to to build this skill? I like that you said reach out to other people because I think we're so disconnected, like between Instagram and scrolling it. And I think people are incredible resources, right? So if you're having a struggle, whether it's your physical health, the diagnosis, your mental health, your kid's mental health, a work thing, if you really think about your network of people that can offer advice, that may have somebody they can introduce you, that have walked the path that... And I think it's something that that a lot of people don't do naturally. And when you have something hard, right, that you are trying to find your way out of, I just love that you said that because I think changing the mindset and then also resourcing by reaching out to other people, I mean, that is a form of persistence because that means you're going to turn over all the stones, right, to get to where you need to create a better outcome. So I love that you said that because I hope 
that sparks in somebody, if you're struggling with something, to realize that there's all of these resources around you. And people want to help. People want to help people achieve their dreams and they want to help people fix their problems. Yeah. And I and I think it has the added benefit of when you reach out, you get that added benefit of not only somebody who is helping you to resource in a time of challenge, but also you get the added benefit of connecting with another person. And have we said like a million other times that our relationships matter tremendously to our health, our well-being, and our ability to navigate through challenging circumstances. Yeah. And Shabana was, I mean, there's so many stories she shared about all of the people along the way who were, yes, yes she, she, did. she did. She's at yes. the center of it. But what she did is literally for the history books. It will be in the history books, but it wasn't her. She had the vision, she had the persistence, she had the hope and the optimism, but she asked people to believe in her dream as she per- and she enlisted them to help her. So I guess like reach out. Yeah, reach out. And most of us, reach you know, out. are yeah. not Shabanas, but we are we do have our own dreams and our own obstacles. And like I, I just think there's a lot to learn from her and hopefully, you know, take away from this conversation. Uh yeah, me too. Well, Christy, this podcast and recording it is certainly an exercise in persistence for us. We are recording this late on a Monday night because we force ourselves to show up and do it, right? And get better at it. Mm. Yeah. So thank you always for bringing your wisdom and expertise to everyone listening. And... Do you want to do the shout out where you ask people to rate and review so I don't have to ask people to rate and review my <laughs> No. No, because I'm going to support. Oh, are you reaching out to me to help with um, building I, that optimism towards your goal? I am um, enlisting you. Live. Oh, you're enlisting me. Good. Resource up. Rate and review. This is an incredible podcast. The stories that she tells are inspiring and interesting. And I always learn something new. So if you love the podcast, rate and review right now. Thank you. Today. Yep. Mm -hmm. You're my paid spokesperson officially. Yeah. And then Venmo you. Okay. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank you for making the time to listen to our conversation. And I hope it sparks something within you to think about something in your life and how you can perhaps apply some of these lessons towards that goal or the obstacle that you're facing. So be well, take care of yourselves and each other. And Christy, I'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Bye. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.